Hey dreamers, my guest today is making his dreams come true by helping others achieve their financial freedom, which there is absolutely nothing wrong with. I can totally get behind that. Uh, dreamers, I would love to introduce you to Johnson Emmanuel. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Joe. Super glad to be here. Super glad to have you here. Uh, it's like <laughs> 3 a.m. in Lagos. Lagos? Is that how you say it? Lagos? Lagos? Yes, it is. Lagos. Call Lagos. it Lagos. Call it Lagos. You're absolutely right. L- Lagos. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're and it's on a Friday night here. Well, it's Saturday night or Saturday morning there. Um, so we're 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 in the up late cl- uh, crowd. I mean, for me, it's late because at, at 10, 10 a.m. like or ten a.m. ten p.m. It's so late. I don't even know what time it is. At ten p.m., I need to be in bed normally because uh, I got a baby and she doesn't necessarily sleep through the night. So um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna knock this out and have a great time. Uh, so Johnson, please start by giving some background about yourself. Well, I, I basically just help people, like I said, um, help them fulfill their dream by uh, helping them create financial freedom. You know, my, so when I started this journey many years ago, I wasn't sure precisely where I was headed. I just got into online marketing. I wouldn't say by accident. So I well, I had this um, web development company at the time, so we were doing well, pretty well. And then eventually I decided to switch things over to the internet marketing. So when I got into online marketing, um, I got a lot of people who said a lot of different things, like the way to scale, the way to grow your business. Now I was listening to two, and then I was and then listening to too many people, for example. Someone would just tell me, look, um, I mean, I was reading different blog posts when the blogger would tell me to, you know, write, um, spend eight hours per day and then write, spend eight hours per day, write a blog post for seven days and do all those kind of stuff. When you do that, you're going to get clients. And then I was doing that crazy thing. And eventually, while you were doing that, someone was just scream at you. No, that's not the right thing to do. The right thing to do is to go to different podcasts, be a guest on different podcasts. Like, okay, let's do that. Now, while you were doing that, someone would say, no, that's not the right thing to do. The next thing to do is write a book, go to Facebook, spend 20 hours on Facebook, do this, do that. It was totally crazy. It was frustrating. That's the kind of background I had you know, when I get into online marketing. But at a point, I had to stop listening to everyone, and I picked three people who were just the kind of people I wanted to be like, and I, you know, started modeling my business around them, and that's where that's what took me to where I am today. You know, that resonates very well with me because when I got started uh, taking my my content creation full time, uh, yeah, I felt the same way. Like, oh, I got to create a podcast. I'm gonna create it every single day, and I'm gonna do as many blog posts as I possibly can. And it's going to create all this traffic and blah, 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 blah. And, and it really can, if you put the hours into SEO of like really finding articles that like people haven't tapped into yet and that people are starting to search for, like you, like you see those trends, but, but that's, I mean, that's a job in and of itself, not even talking about just writing the article. I exactly, I was just coming, I was just going to say that Joe. Now, the truth of the matter is that most, most of these guys who tell you to do all those things, they don't even do it themselves. They are saucy. They 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 all they have momentum, so they are already flying. So it's easy to just hire somebody from um, uh, one of the freelance sites and say, "Do this for me. Do all the keyword research and all those kind of crazy things." And then, but most of them, I've also seen them, you know, uh, do paid media to acquire customer. 
Now, and again, don't forget, you're not in total control of um, SEO. You need to see that you need to depend on Google and hope that Google, the Google God find you um, good. I mean, it's happy with you before they send you traffic. And I don't just, I, and I just totally believe that as me, that's me speaking now. I just believe it's all about luck. Everything about Google is just about luck. And for me, I don't think luck is what I, is the kind of uh, strategy I want to use to grow my business. So that's why I stopped listening to everyone. I just wanted to, I just wanted something I could depend on. I could create myself and then depend on something that would really work and work super quick for me yeah yeah you know definitely if you're trying to make a living from something <laughs> luck is not uh you know that that needs to be like 10 percent of what you're doing is needs to be is absolutely absolutely um, so so what what were some of the first steps that you took once you decided that like okay i figured out this is the path i want to take um i'm going to stop listening to what everybody else is saying just kind of hone in on the people that i really admire that aren't trying to tell me what to do and tell me that like, Oh, you need to do this. Oh, now it's a, you know, it's like, um, it's like, uh, it's almost like, um, it reminds me of like the Scooby-Doo chase scenes where they're running mm. like between doors and stuff like that. You, you ever, you ever see Scooby-Doo? Yeah. 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 So like when they're running between, like you're chasing, uh, you know, the boogeyman all over the place. Mm. Um, mm. but, but in reality, like you, you need to just let it come to you. Exactly. Now, what I simply did was like, I, I don't know, by a chance or something, I stumbled on this guy called uh, Nicole Sword. I'm not sure if you know him. Um, so when I when I stumbled on him, somehow I listened to him and I said, look, if you're listening to everybody, you just got to stop. Find three persons maximum that you love and model your business around them. Like this is this is it. I was I screamed, yes, this is it. So what I simply did was to pick three guys who I admire so much. So what I did was, okay, you, guy A, I'm going to give you um, 40%. And you, guy B, I'm going to give you 30%. You, 30% and all those kind of stuff. So I modeled my business around them, what they were doing specifically. If one one of them is an, it, um, does everything high ticket, so I modeled my business around them. The other one does something about um, funnel. The other one does something about motivation and all those kind of stuff. So I modeled my business around them, and boom, that's what got me and then, um, to where I am. And I stopped listening to everyone. Everybody, I just didn't care whether um, there were other bloggers in the world. I just shut my ear to them. When I shut my ears to them and then listened to whatever nonsense in quotes that these guys were saying, and I followed through everything they were saying, and I I I I got my breakthrough. But I, and, and this is very important for your listeners. And I, it's it's not nice to listen to too many people. Yes, the because of free content all over the place, you are tempted to want to listen to people all over the place from different parts of the world. You know, but I don't think that's the right thing to do. You just got to listen to everybody because when you listen to everybody, you will not be listening to anyone at all. I would agree. Now. Um... So once you decided that that was what you were going to do, did you start focusing blog posts or did you start focusing podcast interviews or what, what did you do that started to give you the momentum no. to really move okay. forward? Good. I mean, I listened to that. I, I noticed that um, what like one of them, one of the person I started listening to does everything high ticket. So immediately I had a switch and I started creating my own high ticket funnel. And then he, the person usually says this. This quote, the, the, the quickest part or way to generate income is by turning advertising into profit. I say, that's it. 
So I started um, doing, because at the time I was not doing advertising. I, I just, this Facebook thing and all those kind of crazy things, I just thought they were totally crazy. So there's no point in listening to them or doing that. So immediately I started doing what they were doing. If they were doing um, advertising on Facebook, I went to Facebook, started getting people. If they were doing um, book, um, I started doing that. With just everything they were doing, I started doing it. But the first step I took was to, um, you know, start going to Facebook to buy um, traffic from Facebook. And that was what changed my life totally. So, yeah, I mean, I, so Facebook ads, is uh, it, it definitely can be a, 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 a giant empty pit where you throw money into. Uh, but if you if you really start to analyze the and do it methodically, you can definitely come away with some really key uh, demographics for the people that are really interested in the, in the stuff that you're putting out there. Um, and then you can pump it up from there. So uh, I definitely admire you taking that step to uh, to to face that black hole of uh, <laughs> uh, money pit and, uh, and and work it. <laughs> But, but I think the first, I think absolutely, Facebook, it, it, it's the greatest tool or greatest platform in the world currently. And then if you're doing business, you don't have, uh, you're not doing anything with Facebook yet, you just really good to think about it and then change things over. But I think this is very important. You don't just run, jump into Facebook. I didn't jump into Facebook. I had a, I had a marketing machine first. So you need to have your funnel. Your funnel has to be great. So because it was at that time, for me, I like everything about marketing funnel. So I've always been a funnel guy, you know. So immediately, like, I, I started, um, before even before I started creating funnels for other people, and then I started, I built my funnel first. When you build a funnel, the next thing you will need to do is to, um, is to go get, before you go buy the traffic. Because there are two things that make any business great, um, your offer and your marketing. So if your marketing is right, and your offering is wrong, you're not going to make any money. If your offering is wrong and your offer, your marketing is right, nothing, just either way. So basically what I did was to get, make sure my offer, my offering was right, my marketing was was absolutely right. And then I went to Facebook to buy traffic and everything, started working. I didn't believe what happened. It was a change of life within seven days. You know, well, I, I yeah, I would, I would agree. Because then, then you can like finally tune who that, who's getting that message and that uh that it's like i always equate it to like a slot machine you know it can eat your money but if you you know if you work it the you know the right way and you hit that right combination every time you can start getting some real you know payback on that honestly i see i see uh, if you ask me i don't know but i just see doing seo like gambling that's your that's me speaking now mm. see i have to i have to do respect for seo and the seo guys i have a lot of friends who do seo you know so i but i see like you know gambling where you just where you just you're not sure of what the outcome will be you are doing keyword research you're not sure what will happen but when you go to facebook you will determine who sees your message you determine their network. You determine their age group. You determine every single thing. And to me, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. And I mean, I don't know which you would want to do. You want to just try some kind of luck or some kind of um, um, gambling thing or just do some kind of marketing that is exact. And then you can just set up the when you have your machine running, you know, you go to Facebook to buy traffic and then you can go to sleep and be sure that you're going to see some revenue when you wake up in the morning. So I think that's the best thing that can happen to anyone. Oh, you know, I, I to finish that uh, that uh, thought, it was it, it was it was what I was meant to say was uh, it can be a slot machine or it can be like a combination to a safe 
where each number is like your, you know, your whether it's your offer, your, your you know, one number is the offer, one number is the click funnel, one number is the the demographic and the target audience. Like if you put all those the right combination, all of a sudden you just unlock that Facebook safe and get you know tons of traffic and tons of conversion going on with your um with your offer. Rather than exactly. pulling the slot machine and just being like, well, I let's just try this this combination with this, uh, or you know, with like, oh, we landed with this offer with these this target with, um, this this funnel and see what happens. And I, it's tough. It's a lot tougher to I, play the slot machine. Absolutely, you're so you're so right because um, I, and I, I, but if you're not careful on Facebook, you're gonna lose your money. I've seen lots of guys who are like, Facebook isn't working. Facebook is bad. Hey, no tweet. It's crazy. I'm not, use, I'm not going to use Facebook no more. I'm going to go do this. I'm not going to do that. You know, screaming all over the place. I've seen lots and lots of guys do it. And most of the time when I ask these guys, what's it? Let's go through your system. Let's see your marketing funnel. Let's see why Facebook isn't working for you. You know what? Most of the time, it's because they do not have a marketing funnel or what I would prefer to call as a marketing machine. They don't have it. And if you don't have that in place, you're not going to make money. But if you have everything in place, I can bet you, you're going to make good money from Facebook. And you can even repay the cost for acquisition. For us, for us, we've been able to go further to develop what I call the profit path funnel. And it's brilliant. It makes lots of money. It's kind of going to make money for businesses. So I, I just think um, when you have that, when you have that, like today, you wouldn't believe it. Today, I got close to, I made close to um, 30, 30 calls, you know, guys who booked appointment with me. And then we spoke over the phone. And then it, basically some of them, I couldn't take everyone. So I, I shifted some to my team who also took the course and all those things. So today, when every day, on, and I'm sure someone is going to walk through at least 50 of them are going to walk to us, look, want to want to talk to you. Can you help us with our marketing? Can you help us with this and all those things? And then on some crazy days, we get close to 200 people who want to speak to us on the phone. And then some of them we approve, some of them we don't approve and all those kind of things. But before, we didn't have that, we didn't have that working for us. We just sit down and hope that uh, um, people come. And for me, and like I've heard people say that, hope is not a marketing strategy. <laughs> or luck for that matter <laughs> now, so, so it, it, that's just it um real briefly for anybody who's listening and, and doesn't isn't familiar with the term uh um click like a click funnel or or a marketing funnel uh could you real quickly explain what a funnel is now, a funnel is just simple. It's just the process people take through before they before they buy your product. And and um, if you own a shop and then maybe a, a, a bathroom salon or something, um, then if they step people think before they before they come to into your world, before they get to know what you are doing, to the last step they think before they give you money. That's just a marketing funnel. That's a pretty, does it, does it yeah. make sense? I mean, that's that, that's a pretty basic uh, explanation. I I would say yes. Yeah. That's enough of, yeah. a, of an explanation for this. Type yes, of, uh, I, I, you know, just I just wanted to make it look uh, so that everybody, nobody will be lost. I'm just you know, if you if you're selling mom and shop, whatever kind of thing, maybe popcorn shop or whatever thing, the step people think one after the other, and till the last step, they take to give you money. 
that is a marketing funnel, just the process. Step one, step two, step maybe step one, they need to leave their house. Step two, they need to walk on the street. Step three, they need to come to where you are. They need to talk to you, say hi to you and stuff like that. Step four, give me the popcorn. Step five, give me money and all those kind of things. Whether you guys now exchange money, that is the last step of the funnel. Well, yeah, I mean, but but technically that could be, it depends on what kind of funnel it is. And then, because funnels can actually lead into more funnels that lead into more funnels that lead into more funnels. And that's, um, that's yeah, one of the reasons yeah, why they're called yeah, funnels, because yeah. it's, it's well, supposedly well, 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 but, but basically, But basically, there are three kinds of funnel you want to create in your business. Um, one, you need what the, you need the cold funnel, you need the cold funnel, you need the warm funnel, and you also need the hot funnel. Now, the cold funnel is just for people who don't know you, they've not existed before, and they don't know you exist, and the warm funnel, they've heard about you, but they've, maybe they've not moved into your world, then the hot funnel, they've done business with you so that you can sell more to them. So these are basically whatever kind of funnel you're going to create the revolve around this three. Yep. That sounds like a pretty good uh, explanation of the different types of funnels that you would want to set up when you're, when you're trying to do that. So Johnson, I'm curious, how did your family take you uh, doing all this entrepreneurial stuff? Well, uh, I think in the family, everyone has, everyone has always been on an entrepreneur. I started entrepreneurship. I have not really worked for anyone before, but I started that in the family where I, um, typically, as a typical African child, where you need to help your mom, you know, run her own business. So because she is an entrepreneur, automatically you're also an entrepreneur. So I think everyone just liked it. But at the, at the stage initially, they wanted me to do something else, practice medicine, be a medical doctor, and all those kind of stuff because it was the shortest. They felt at the time it was the shortest path to create wealth. You know, for both for myself and for the family and all this kind of thing. But I, I but I was totally against that. I just didn't want to be a medical doctor. Just wanted to do my own thing. So initially, I basically didn't get much support. But as time went by, you know, everyone gave me support, and I'm happy. I'm grateful for that. Oh uh, well, yeah, it is easier when when you do get the support from home. That's uh, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's like an approval. Like, yes, go ahead and do it. Well, the, you know, there's a there's a set amount of fear too that you know failure and, and all that. At least they, you know, like, oh, if he's a doctor, you know, the world could always use another doctor. Um, it's tough. You know, it, it's definitely a tougher road. I mean, it depends on if if you're good at books, if you're book smart or street smart. I guess is what it comes down to. <laughs> uh, because if you're uh, book smart, well, you know, yeah. doctor might not be that hard for you. Yeah, true. But I don't really think being a doctor is anything difficult, you know. I think it's even more difficult to be an entrepreneur than to be a medical doctor. Trust me. It is. Well, yeah, because I, there, there's a set path <laughs> for doctor. Exactly. That's the way I was just going to do. a set path. But as entrepreneurs, you don't have a set path. You need to create yours. You need to create your path. You need to, you're not sure. What worked for Joe may not work for Johnson. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. But for doctor, there's a set path. Like do step one, step two, step three, eventually become a medical doctor and all those kind of things. And then, you, you know, medical doctor, you need to look for a place to work and all those kind of things. But for, for an entrepreneur, you just woke up, you're not even sure. Like I talked about my story, where I was not sure where I was going to. I wasn't sure who was going to buy my product. I wasn't sure how people were going to get into my world. I wasn't sure if I was doing the right thing or not. But as a medical doctor or a medical student, you are sure at every point if you are doing the right thing or the wrong thing. So you know you have a better idea. 
So if you're doing the wrong thing, naturally you just stop doing the wrong thing and focus more energy on doing the right thing. But for medical doctor, that's not it. It's totally different. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I'm sorry, for, for entrepreneur, rather. For entrepreneur, it's totally different, not medical doctor. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. So what would you say the biggest roadblock you've uh, incurred is and, and how do you uh, go about overcoming it? I think the, the biggest roadblock I had was clarity. I read, I one. I wasn't sure if I was doing the right thing or not because, like I talked, like I talked about, like I said before, I was listening to way too many people, too many guys who were just like do this, do that. So I wasn't sure. So I think that was the biggest roadblock I ever had because when that, when I was doing that, my marketing wasn't nice at the time because I was doing the wrong thing. So naturally, my marketing wasn't right. You get so because my marketing wasn't right, I wasn't sure if I was if I would or I was attracting the right people into my world. So to me, that was the greatest and biggest roadblock I ever had in my entire life. You know, I I think that having clarity um, in your business, in your message, in the reason that you're doing something, uh, you know, it, it can be tough because sometimes you you get lost in that whole like. Well, I just, you know, I'm building my Instagram following. So why, you know, why, why, why shouldn't I just go on all these podcasts and like, what, what are you going to promote? And, and you're just like, I want people to follow me on Instagram. It's like, well, that's not enough of a reason necessarily for people to just jump at you. You're so right. You're so right. Dude. You're so, so right. Because here's the thing. If if you want to, like I was doing before, where I was spending, can you imagine that? If I'm looking back, I think that's totally crazy. I can't just do that anymore. Where you need to sit down eight hours, do research, do ma- lots of marketing research, you know, and then you, while you're doing marketing research, you're writing your additional blog posts, spending eight hours per day writing blog posts and all those kind of things. And then while you're doing that, somebody screams, say, no, that's not the right thing to do. Do this, do that. Then you're not even sure the path to go. While you're doing that, say, no, don't do that anymore. The best thing to do is to start um, growing your fan base on Twitter. Like go to Twitter, grow your fan base. And then you say, okay, fine, because you are not sure. But when you're sure, I wonder... Currently, I do not have close to 2,000 people on Twitter. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. So long I have people, a lot of people coming to my world every day, I'm okay with that. Because you, after all, you're not going to make sales. Or the sale you make on Twitter is very insignificant. It's very, very insignificant. After all, on Twitter, you still need to get the people into your world. I'm not saying Twitter is not nice. I'm not saying that it's good for those people who are using it. If you have one million people following you on Twitter, congratulations. But it's not just my thing. Because the people I follow, they don't pay too many attention on Twitter. So I just listen to people I follow and I listen to them. I don't care what what else, you know. I don't allow myself to be distracted by other noise in the marketplace. Yeah, you know, I don't um, personally follow people outside of the people that I know, um, you know, because of the show or, or, you know, friends of family, stuff like that. Um, I don't really follow anybody like uh, quote unquote influencers or, or anything. I don't have time, man. I'm too busy creating, too busy uh, doing things myself. So, I, you know, I, I actually um, I, I think the other problem is, is you start to become a little too influenced by the things in which you intake. And that can definitely lead you down a path of being like a, basically a lookalike of what what it is that you think that you want to become. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that is absolutely correct. But here's the thing: it doesn't matter who you follow; it doesn't matter 
matter who you listen to, but it's going to be one person you listen to directly or indirectly. It doesn't matter who the person is, right? It could be your wife. It could be your girlfriend. It could be anybody. It could be your pastor. It could be anything. Just, But you just got to listen to someone. You got to create your path directly or indirectly, you know, along the path that that person is doing. So that's what to me. That's what matters most. That's what matters. So if you if you're that kind of person, for me, like when I was doing the content marketing, looking backward now, and as I saw that I was actually doing that, but the person I was listening I was listening to was a content marketer, and I didn't want to be a content marketer, but I was just listening to. I mean, all the guys I was listening to at the time they were just doing content marketing, and that's not my part. My part is marketing funnel, diff, two different things. Right, so as soon as I gain clarity there, and then I stop listening to that person, I stop going to that person's um, 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 you know blog. It's not because the person is bad; the person is awesome. But I just stop listening because he was not just the kind of person I was listening to. But there's got to be somebody you got to listen to in the marketplace. You can't be a low ranger in the marketplace. You can't just be that. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I create a lot of podcasts, but I don't listen to podcasts. I don't really watch a lot of TV. Uh, you know, I, for me personally, I just, I just don't have the time or the want to do that. So, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 you know, it's like it's one of those things where it's like you could either spend time being an influencer or spend time watching all the influencers. Uh, of course, of course. I, I think I get your point, right? You're so correct. But then when you're listening to this influencer, you, I don't know, influencers in quotes now, you, you don't want to get overwhelmed by their status or their celebrity status and then forget what you want to be. Well, uh, but then, Joe, I think you also, uh, indirectly, you're also listening to someone. Like uh, um, John Lee Dumas, he was somebody who, who does a lot of podcasts. And then, you know, and your path, you may not even know it, that you're doing something like, like someone else, you know, but basically directly or indirectly, you just be, will be following someone. And I think that's what you're doing because you, like you talked about, you creating lots of podcasts and not watching television. And that's what, I think that's exactly what John Lee Dumas does. Well, you know, I, well, admittedly, John Lee Dumas was the inspiration for this show before our, uh, I uh-huh. had started, but but I never actually listened to his show until six months in creating my own show. And I only listened to one episode. And I was like, eh, that's cool. I mean, whatever. I mean, I've had him on the show, and he's been very nice and all. But, you know, f- to me, it, it like I, I'm not going to listen to his show. I, I, I don't really listen to any shows. Uh, you know what I do? You know what? I, I will tell you this. I will tell you this, Johnson. I have other hobbies and other interests outside of content marketing outside of entrepreneurship like i love computers and tech and you know and cars and stuff like that so like i will in, i will take in content from other sources that aren't within my realm to see what they're doing but at the same time like i don't want to just be a part of them like it's you know what i mean i don't want to be like oh i'm just take basically stealing their stuff and taking it to my my niche or my my corner of the world um so it's it but but i don't like that's why the reason why i don't like to listen to a bunch of different podcasts that are all basically the same as mine because of that reason like i don't want to become a clone of what they are and and like my show is definitely not like john lee dumas's show uh from the one episode i have listened to 
Absolutely. But, 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 you know, from the start, you said it gave you inspiration to start. What you need is just that inspiration. <laughs> Basically, Joe, that's just all you need. Just that inspiration to do what you're doing, you know. And John, you know, it's a guy who gives lots of inspiration. So from that alone, you gain clarity when you need to start doing what you're doing. And again, because it, um, basically um, content marketing isn't what you're so, so, so passionate about. And But then, but somehow, somehow, there's got to be someone you be listening to you may not even know you're listening to someone you know doing what the person is doing because when you begin to do what someone is doing you may not know you're listening to the person indirectly no i i hear what you're saying and and i you know mm. it has crossed my mind about the idea that's like well you know if even if you're not listening to these other people you could be coming up with the same ideas i mean it's just the same as like when they say oh well you know there was pyramids being built all around the world all around the same exact time. How did they all come up with the same idea at the same time? Uh, you see, um, listen to someone. I have before we even go to the next point. Listen to someone that is not the same thing as stealing what the person is doing. Right now, when you go to to um, college, the, the the lecturer tells you, uh, the teacher tells you not to copy, to just forget, do your work, do your thing. But in real life, in the school of life, you just need to copy. That's the truth. That's just the way out. You just need to copy. When I say copy here, I'm not saying you should just copy what someone else is doing. No. When I say copy, I mean model. You need to get someone you will model your business around. It's just absolutely important. You need to model your business around what someone else is doing. If you want to fly, that's just the way to, out of it. There's no two way. Well, yeah, I would say that's more of like a, a framework than a... Well, a model framework type type thing. I, I would agree with that. And that the reason is because they uh, have done. Now, unless you're trying to do something that nobody else has done, then then necess- not necessarily because nobody else has done it. So it's hard, you know, to just be like, oh, well, I'll just model it to someone else because that, that might not work for you. Um, because they might be doing it for, like, specific reasons that you have stumbled across Um but you're it's the op like the opposite like you're trying what they're doing now but it's not working for you because you haven't made your own adjustments to the market that you because you're creating something new that hasn't been done before i don't know if i in my yeah, mind yeah, I, I, I i got it but <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and i i basically understand what you're trying to say i basically kill because you need to but then that i that you that i say you should listen to someone doesn't mean you should just uh, begin to listen to someone right now. You've got to find a way to be close to the person you need to listen to. You just got to be close to the person because if you're very far from the person and you may think you're doing the right thing, honestly, you may not be doing the right thing. That's just the truth. You know, so I've got people who say, hey, yeah, I'm listening to somebody. I'm listening to someone. Let me just go ahead and listen more. Now you keep listening to the person and then you keep doing what the person is saying you should do. But because you're not so close to the person, you may not know the reason behind what the person is doing. So, when, so getting close to the person could come in a different way. You could spend some money to buy the person's material, the person's book, the person's program. That's the only way out. Then yeah, when, yeah. When, you, when you do that, you'll be able to really listen to the person so you can ask questions one-on-one. Well, yeah, you definitely have to understand why something's being done the way it is. It's just like... Um... You know, you don't necessarily have to know everything of there is about math, but you you should have the basics and why math works the way it does. 
absolutely you know what i mean like coming from the from like an educational standpoint like you don't have absolutely. to know how to do every trigonometry problem but to... at least if you understand the basics and the foundation and the framework of math and how it works and why it works the way it does then you can have that foundation i i think that's why i think uh, <laughs> i think that's why i was totally bad when it comes to the subject maths I was bad at it. I hated maths <laughs> because I just didn't, I just didn't understand how it works, and I have refused to even understand how it works. But for other subject, I kind of I'm good with those, but because I understand how they work. But for maths, I just don't get it, and that's why till today, I still suck at maths. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Speaking of math and going to school, Johnson, what was your childhood dream growing up? Ah, uh, it's crazy. Growing up, I wanted to be a medical doctor. But first, I think it's changed at every point. Really, change at every point. Why? Why? Um, well, much younger, like twelve, fourteen, fifteen, I wanted to be a pastor. So when I got to high school, it changed. I want to be a medical doctor. So when I got to college, it changed again. You know, <laughs> that was the point where my parents, you know, when I go to college, when I was about losing college, that's when my parents had changed it for me. But deep down, deep down, deep inside of me, I wanted to be a marketer. That's just, if I wanted, I mean, tell myself the truth from childhood, I want to be a marketer. But I was just changing, maybe because of societal influence. That's why I was changing that. Because as a child, um, I had lots of pastors around me. So maybe that was why I just want to be a pastor. So when I go to high school, I had a lot of friends who wanted to be a medical doctor. And maybe naturally, that was what made my parents say, go to medicine. I'm sure. But deep inside of me, I wanted to be a marketer and an entrepreneur. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, look at look at you now. You're doing it all. <laughs> I mean, not the yeah, doctor no, part. Passion, but yeah. Passion wins everything. All at the end of the day. Wow. No, <laughs> I love it. I love it when it works out. Like basically, what you want, and and that's what makes people happier. You know, you can do yeah. so much more. You know, and 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 it's kind of crazy. You know, looking back because when I was in college, uh, sorry, high school now. My my uh, uncle, who I was living with, I spent some like two years with him. He's got this big pharmaceutical company, and he wanted me to be to learn the trade. He wanted me to do something along that path, you know, being an entrepreneur because he was successful. He's got lots of stuff, so he wanted me to just be a businessman like him and all those things. And I said no. I just I'm not. I just want to go to college. They said, he said he wanted me to just be with him, understand his trade, and then afterwards, you know, go start my own thing. But I said no, I just don't want to do that. I wanted to just go to college, um, go to college, and acquire some degrees and all those kind of things. But looking backward, I think that was the craziest thing I ever did. Trust me, it was one of the craziest things I did. I should have just listened to him, and then you know, instead of wasting time going to college, I'm not saying going to college is bad, but maybe I just done something different instead of going to college. You know, straight. Yeah, you gotta know. You gotta really know your reason. Um, yeah. Up front, because the money and all that, you know, and the lifestyle that you want to live, and and I, I mean, I wrote a whole book about that. But anyway, with that said, Johnson, what do your dreams for the future look like? Ah, <sighs> lots of dreams, lots of dreams. Like, 
Um, I'm an African. I'm an African. And, um, you know, lots of things happening in Africa. It's a beautiful continent, but lots of things are happening. So my dream, it'd be first and foremost, is to help contribute more to my community. When I say my community now, I mean the entrepreneurs, you know, to provide more value to them, to help them. I have a dream of making, you know, producing uh, a lot of guys who who will be able to generate more money. But basically, it boils down to me, my dream, which maybe the five years dream for now, is to help create at least um, 100 millionaires in the next five years. And uh, it's a tall dream. I just got to now. So I'm looking, uh, uh, I have like 98 more millionaires to go in the next five years. That's my dream. Wow. Well, uh, it all starts with a plan, man. So, yeah, plan. plan. I mean, it starts with a dream, but then, you know, then you got to start actually planning it before yeah, you start doing it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then also <laughs> to also impart more words, you know, build more schools, build more schools around Africa and the other parts of the world where I need to build school. It, it doesn't have to be in Africa alone, just anywhere else where I feel people need, people need help, just help them build a school. And contribute to the world, basically. Nah, that's that's beautiful, man. Uh, yeah, definitely. The world definitely needs more schools and more education uh, to give people the foundation to move on and do great things. So, yeah, at least I, I just believe that if we, if ever, um, I don't know, I may be wrong, I may be right, I'm not sure yet. But I just believe you have um, uh, education up to high school. You be you should be able to have a great life. That's what I believe. At least high school, you should be able to have a great life. That's what I think, but I, I'm not sure. No, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. I think, uh, but I think it's a you know it's a mindset thing of like what it is that you want to do and having the right people um, around you to tell you that like you can be anything that you want to be. You just have to sit down and really think about it because it's not just going to come to you just because. Like it doesn't just come to everybody. Very, very few people have it just show up and be like, "Hey, I'm your dream, and I'm gonna do this for you." And uh, you know, all you have to do is just sit along, sit down, and enjoy the ride. It'll be amazing. <laughs> uh, Honestly, so- I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure it works that way. You need to. You 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 really need to put in the effort and do lots of stuff to make things work for you. Yes, I mean, there's very, I mean, very few people would ever get that opportunity to just sit and go along for the ride. Uh, but yeah, by and large, you need to, you need to figure it out and then put the plan and, and actually do it. Um, Johnson, before we share how people can connect with you online, is there any last thoughts you'd like to share? Don't listen to everyone. Look for one or two, three person max. Listen to them. And your business, you need your marketing is very important. The marketing, your marketing is the life blood of your business. You don't have a business without a good marketing. It doesn't matter how much you're making currently. If you have a good marketing place, you will see that you're leaving a lot of money on the table. So focus more on your marketing because it's the single most important thing in your business. If you have a bad marketing, you'll soon be out of business because your competitor, they're not resting. They have to you. They want you to get out of business. So you need good marketing strategies to be able to stay in business. That's all. I would totally agree. <laughs> that, was, that was very, very well put. Um, Johnson, how can people connect with you online? 
Just go to clientattraction.com. Clientattraction.com. Client with an X. Clientattraction.com. I mean, I'm sure Joe will add this on the show note. Yes, Joe. Joe yeah, will have yeah. those in the show note. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And then I will. Uh, you there when you get it, you see lots of stuff. And then also how you can also um, get come into my world, come see what I'm doing. You know, if your marketing uh, isn't working the way you think it should work, just get in. Let's see. Let's connect. Yes, go go search out Johnson, uh, and I will definitely have that in the show notes and how you can connect with him. Uh, online and uh, Johnson, I really appreciate you taking the time tonight, this morning for you uh, <laughs> to come here on the Dreamers podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Definitely have learned some things and uh, shared some laughs. So I would love to have you on again in the future to uh, talk about how you know how things are going on. You know, six months to a year from now, and just catch up on everything. So thank you again. Thank you for having me show. It's lovely talking to you. Likewise, my friend. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dreamers Podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to j at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.